We are here with the one and only Mario Veloso. What's up, Mario? What's up? We live. We live. We live. <laughs> so, Mario Veloso is a Perth-based photographer who was born in Angola and raised on the streets of Lisbon, Portugal. Mario discovered photography in his adolescence, capturing the youth, culture, and scenes of his neighborhood. Mario has collaborated with multiple brands around the globe, um, having his work published in magazines such as GQ, Hip Hopper, and others, working with brands like Hennessy, Dickies, Champion. Mario specializes in fashion, street, documentary style photography. He's one of my personal favorite photographers that I know. His ability to connect with people and capture the culture and community is like no other, and I'm so happy for him to be here today. Appreciate it, boss. Hey, I appreciate what's it. up, Mario? What's up, man? I appreciate it. So, that was a really good introduction, that was intro. man. Now, I'm, I'm excited to hear your story because, like, it was like quite a quite a journey to get to where you to are. So to today, yeah, man, Australia. Like, so, sure. like, I mean, you you grew up in Angola, in yeah, so, Africa. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I was actually born. Are you born in, in Angola? Angola yeah. yeah. So I was I was born in Angola. Uh, my mom and my dad they both from Angola as well. Mm-hmm. My dad's mom, mom. She is from Portugal, so that's where the mix come from. But you know, both my mom and dad grew up in in Angola. Um, quite like not not too bad. Obviously, my mom come from a poor family. My dad comes from an okay family, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, but yeah, when we were in Angola, like we wasn't struggling that much. Obviously, my my mom and dad went through a lot of things in Angola. You know, like it's through war and st- stuff like that but uh, my dad always worked like his ass off to yeah. provide us like to provide for us so I remember my sisters they were on a private school in Angola yeah. and he's yeah. not he's not cheap mm-hmm. but like you know he had to work re- really hard to be able to provide us so the reason my mom and dad uh, went to Portugal were, were to give us a better education and obviously to escape war and stuff like that, you know, like because Angola was quite in yeah revolutionary war stuff it's like, like that. So it's a corrupt country, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, with the Chinese, with the Portuguese trying to fight for the country and stuff like that. But mom, we left when I was five. So even though um, I don't rem- I rem- I have a couple memories of Angola, but I don't remember much of it. I've got like a lot of family. I, I keep talking to my family, but like one thing that my mom and dad um, always did was like they kept the culture in my house. Like mm. my, my household is like very African. The food, the way they like the the, the design, everything is African. Mm. Like even my Portuguese accent is African. Obviously, mm. I can do the very Portuguese one, but like mm. I'm very connected to my to my root to my culture. Yeah. Even though like I grew up most of my life in Portugal. Um, yeah, so we left when I was like when I was five. Yeah, and then obviously, where as an immigrant, it's quite it's quite hard because my mom and dad, my mom especially, she was illegal in the country mm-hmm. the first years. My dad was able to get the papers um, from me and, and my my two sisters and my brother because his his mom's mom uh, were Portuguese. She was Portuguese, but there was something wrong on my mom and dad marriage certificate mm-hmm. so my mom couldn't get anything so she was actually legal she was <laughs> so she had to she was working at um her first job was like on a chinese shop yeah kind of like red dot but it's like, dot like cheap kind of, sh- kind of stuff like yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah something like that and it was like 
one euro stuff and you can find like mm. all the plastic you, you, like you can find everything there mm. like that's like a paradise for kids like we used yeah, to buy yeah, so yeah, many yeah. shit in there like yo, it was crazy man but portugal has a, a lot of them yeah and one thing is like um she used to work a lot of with brazilian girls because they were illegal as well mm-hmm. so it worked for the for the owners because you know they don't have to pay yeah, for tax and yeah. stuff like that so they, they just give like um cash in hand so that was my mom and my dad used to work um my dad was was like a chef, so he used to very good at cooking, but he couldn't find a job in the area, mm. so he had to work at like places. You know, like at night, go like because in in Portugal the the system is like so every night they come and get your rubbish, so your whole yeah. neighborhood yeah. rubbish every night they go and do it. So my my dad was was working like, like, a, like a garbage collector, like a garbage collector, yeah. yeah. So every night he, he used to go and work, but yeah, man, like growing up as an immigrant was quite hard. Um, in Portugal, my, we we struggled a lot. Yeah. Um. Obviously, like as an immigrant, with not much money, you you go to the low social economic neighborhoods, mm-hmm. right? And that's where where kind of we we went to like these two bedroom for six people. Yeah. Um. It was like a very small house, but we we made it. Like, uh, as I said, like my upbringing shaped me to be who I am today, and I feel like you can see that at my work. Yeah, and I can. I feel like I was very. I, I was introduced to culture very early. Yeah, like Port, Portugal has a lot of colonies. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of colonies in Africa, like Angola, Cap Verde. Yeah, Guinea, Angola is a. Um, it's a Portuguese. Angola colony. is a Portuguese colony, so we speak Portu- Portuguese yeah. in Angola, yeah. and then they have Brazil as well. So all the all, all those countries, like all people from there, go to Portugal because they they trying to get a better life. Yeah, and because Portugal is Europe. We, they just go there to you know to get better education stuff like that. So in my neighborhood, we used to have people from everywhere, and I can even speak and I can I can understand Creole from Cape Verde and from Guinea just mm-hmm. for just because I I grew up with yeah. them, right? I, I'm very connected to Brazilian culture because I grew up with Brazilians as well, mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like that has a lot of like you can see a lot of that in my, in my work, and that's like. I'm very grateful that I, I, I actually grew up poor. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, I feel like that shaped me as a person. So what was kind of your daily life growing up in, say, Portugal? And Portugal. When, we was, like, when I was young, like, uh, I was just out all the time. I, I hate staying home. I'm not, I'm not a home person at all. I hate to be out. Uh, I, I, I hate to stay home, sorry. I love to be out. Yeah. I love to be with people, laughing, running. So my day today was just like from like when I was five <laughs> till I left I left Portugal when I was eighteen. I was always out. Mm. Like I pretty much I know half of Lisbon. Like in terms of yeah. people, I know a lot of yeah. people there because I was always out, like running. I remember like me and my friends in our neighborhood. We used to have a competition, like running competitions. We, we used to do like football competitions. Mm. We used to do all of that. So I was always out. Man. It was like it's like a. Yeah, yeah, like um, football or soccer is like yeah, pretty ob- popular over there. Obviously, soccer in, in in Portugal is like the the, the main thing. So every every kid want to be a footballer. We call it football. I'm not yeah. even gonna call soccer. Yeah. That's a, that's disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So football, everyone wants to be a footballer, especially us kids from the from the ghetto. I don't call it ghetto because in Portugal is like. I was actually showing some, some of, yeah. like I was showing my neighborhood and you, and you were like, oh, he actually looks good. And I was like, yeah, he does because it's sort of like in Portugal, it's like a mix. Yeah. 
of like it's like apartments, right? Mm. And then it's like it's a mix of like medium families and then poor families kind of thing. Yeah. So like I remember like my best friend, which which was uh, Rafa, one of my good friends. Uh, shout out to, to Rafa. He used to live at a second floor, mm-hmm. and his family was was like all right. Is you know they didn't struggle, but then us or the neighbor or that neighbor, we were struggling. Yeah, do you know. So it's a mix of a, it's a mix. It's like a full mix. So yeah, man. That's kind of like how Portuguese. So that's why I don't like to call it ghetto, ghetto. Yeah, but it was it's rough. A, it's it a mix between the rich and the poor. And the that is more poor. So it's like a it's like a gap between. It's the like rich a gap between. Yeah. So so there is more poor people there. Mm. But at the same time, you still have those people that are like not mm. too poor yeah. kind of thing. So I don't like to call it ghetto. But like for us, that was like, for example, for me, because my mom doesn't have education. My yeah. dad doesn't have education. You know, they just there to provide, like to trying to give us a better life. Yeah. You know, they, my mom put us this pressure of like, you guys have to finish school. You guys have to finish your education. You guys, st- you need to study so you, you won't be like me. Yeah. yeah. Right. So their effort was for me, my two sisters and my brother to get the best of our life because yeah. she didn't have the best of, yeah. of the life. So, um, you know, you, you and, and like you as a ghetto kid, street kid. Like someone growing up in lower poor, socio-economic you're like, place, yeah. You know, what's going what's gonna to make me make money quick? Yeah. Being a footballer. Yeah. And like yeah. as a black person as well, I only see black people on sports, mm. in sports, doing sports. Footballers. There, there was like a there was like a couple guys from uh, Kasain from a neighborhood that actually made it to the professional. So that's our role models. Yeah, yeah. We don't see we, we we didn't see black people on TV. Yeah, we didn't see we you know we didn't see black people on those mm. levels. So who's gonna be our role models? Yeah, the hip pop people like Fifty Cent. Like I used to listen yeah. to go go, <laughs> and I couldn't understand nothing. But that was a black person like. For yeah. me, it was like, I want to be like him, even mm. though I, mm. I sucked and like I'm, mm. I'm very bad in, uh, at music. But I wanted to be a footballer because, you know, football was there. And then all my role models were footballers. So you were kind of so going out every day playing. And every day playing. Yeah. Um, funny thing, my mom and dad couldn't afford for me to, like, they couldn't put me on a football school because, in, you know, you have to pay monthly and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So I used to play school. So mm. I started as a futsal, so indoor, yeah. indoor football at school. They had like this program, but I was one of the best players. Mm. I was like t- uh, team captain and mm. um, our our coach, she it was actually a, a, a woman. She liked me a lot. Mm-hmm. So she took me to a club, which was a little bit far from my house. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have, like I couldn't get to there. So I was like, it's a bit far. It was yeah, like a very yeah, good club yeah. actually. And I was like, oh, it's too far away. My, my mom don't have money for me to, to get to the club. And they're like, oh, we, we can try to find a way. So that's where another club that is clo- very close to my house, they were having trials. So I was like, let me go and check it out. I didn't have boots, bro. Yeah. I, I was training with like shoes. It's crazy because like the sh- it was like shoes. It wasn't, it wasn't trainers. It was like shoes, bro. <laughs> and uh, like I looked at everyone, every and people were like making jokes with me because I, yeah. I saw, I heard like people like laughing and shit, because I didn't even look uh, like a football player, but 
But then when I started playing, everyone was like, oh, <laughs> who, who is this Who's kid? This guy, yeah. And then Rafa, which was my neighbor, his mom, um, I love his mom, man. She gave me boots, bro. Um, so Rafa, he used to play at that club. And then she said, oh, Ra she said, Rafa has some boots that he doesn't use it. So have it. Mm -hmm. It was a bit big then, bigger, but I was like, yeah, cool. I'll, I'll have it. And it was like Puma boots. And like to this day, I love Puma, bro. Yeah. Because yeah. that was also my dad's favorite brand. Because at that time, they used to sponsor Angola. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's so like a lot of connections. A lot of connections. So, yeah. History. So that was my first boot. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the next training, I, w I went and I ended up staying at the club. Oh, yeah. And I didn't have to pay anything because I was like, I was a good player. So good. they said, you don't have to pay. Mm -hmm. Just pay for the key, which my, my, my mom managed yeah. to get like the money. And then that's how I started. Yeah. I started to play like 11 aside, which, yeah. so my first ever football school, I was 13. Mm. Yeah. And growing up in that area, was it kind of dangerous as well? Like a lot of crime? Yeah, so sort of thing? it's kind of like, in Lisbon. as I was saying, like my area is like, there is the good parts and the yeah. bad parts, right? So at that specific time, like when I was, now it's, now it's okay. But when I was young, there was like, there was places that you couldn't, you couldn't go because you can get robbed. You know, and my area was like, it was... It wasn't too bad, but it was bad. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, there were crime around, there were drugs around, of mm. course. I remember once, uh, I'll never forget this. I remember once I was, I was um, that, that's in high school. I was like, be maybe year six. Yeah. And I used to f we used to finish um, high school at 6.30. So at winter, it's already like night. So I was walking home and on the way to, ho on the way to home, there were like, this area that was like, it didn't have lights. So it was fully dark. And then there was that like this other way that you take me like 20 min more minutes to get home. So I, I, I used to just go mm -hmm. through the dark. I don't give a fuck. I was like, fuck it. Yeah. Let me go. And then, <laughs> and then yeah, um, I saw like this woman coming my, my way. Mm -hmm. And then like, I kept walking because like, you know, I was scared. And then I saw this guy coming uh -huh. as well and then I was, I was just looking at him and I, I kept walking and then I just heard the woman screaming ah, help me mm -hmm. help me and I was like because I, I was very young so I just run yeah I feel bad now I feel bad but like I just run you were like, I was like 10 Fuck. years old or something yeah <laughs> but so it was like you saw quite a bit like crying I saw stuff, quite yeah. a bit yeah yeah I saw I saw uh, yeah I saw a little bit man and, and I feel like since young I never had I was like I'll never even like I so my hero was my dad. Mm -hmm. So everything that my dad did that was bad, I promised to myself I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. My dad yeah. used to drink a lot of beer. So mm -hmm. uh, you know, a, a normal man. And I was like, I'll never drink beer. Mm -hmm. Until I hate I drink beer now, but not like yeah, I hate yeah, beer. Yeah, you just kinda avoid because, it. Yeah, but, I avoid but, it. But like and I was like, I'm not gonna smoke mm -hmm. because my dad used to smoke a lot. I'm like, I'm not yeah, gonna smoke. Yeah, and to this day I don't smoke. Mm -hmm. And I was like yeah, like, and I would say, like, I don't need to rob people. Mm. You know, I want to I wanna be an inspiration for these people. Mm. I want to, like, you know, take... Inspire I wanna, them, yeah. Yeah, you know, why do, do do you have, like, to take something that doesn't belong to me? Mm. And I, and to be honest as well, my mom was very strict to that as well. Mm. So it comes from your household, you know, and 
And what's like, uh, how would you describe the culture in Lisbon or culture in Portugal? Is it's it a multicultural place. Multicultural. It's multi. Like a lot a of people getting together and. Yeah, yeah. That's what we pretty much do. Like, even like, I'm going to uh, Portugal in December. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what, what we do. Like, we just go to each, each other's house and then we just go to Lisbon and they, like, we drink at the street. Yeah. And that's why like, when I left Portugal, I went to England and people say, oh, you, you can't walk with, uh, yeah, with okay, alcohol. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, in Portugal yeah. you can. Like on a train, you used to drink sangria on a yeah, train. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, like, by law, you can't. Mm. But police were on a train, like, oh, it's cool. You know, yeah, as long yeah. as it's, it's not glass, it's fine. So like, a lot of, like, parties and stuff happening. So a lot of parties. So I started to party when I was 15. And that's why I said, like, I started way young. Like, alcohol... Yes. <laughs> a lot of stuff like going out. I started everything when I was like 15. Pretty mm, much. So mm. I left Portugal when I was 18. So from my 15 to my 18th, I was like a menace to society mm, mm. in terms of like I used to party a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what fucked up my football career. Oh, uh, yeah. Pretty okay. much. Yeah. Because I was, when I was 17, especially, I was in a pretty good level. Mm. But. Yeah, it, it didn't it didn't it didn't end up uh, working out for me to make it to the professional team. Um, I guess yeah. it might be difficult for a lot of like kids growing up in <coughs> Lisbon, Portugal. You know, not a lot of opportunity. So it's like if if you don't think if you don't believe there's a lot of opportunity and you don't have a lot of positivity for the future, it's kind of like you would rather kind of party or just enjoy yourself in the moment rather than like you know working on yourself. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of new to me, like. Because it's like, even in, in high school, I was, I always be, uh, I, I always, I, <laughs> I'm trying to think the right answer. It's like, because I don't want to be, I don't, I don't want to like yeah, sound rude or yeah, something. Yeah, but yeah. everywhere I go, people look at me. Mm. I don't know if that's a, 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 I don't know. But yeah, so even in high school, in school, wherever, I always been talented. Oh, they, they look up to you. They look up to me oh, everywhere okay. I go. So you kind of always had that. For example, my teachers, like I, I was the clown of mm. the mm. of the class, right? And like my teachers used to call my mom all the time and be like, your son is very intelligent mm. and he's wasting his talent. Mm. Like he's wasting all of that. My mom used to be mad at me because like they saw that I could reach. I, I had a lot of like, potential. In in everything I put my hand in, I'm always alright at doing it. Yeah. Like obviously, as it sounds rude, but that's just my truth. So you're always sort of a little bit different to everybody. I've always else. been different to everyone else in in everything I do. It everything I put my, my hands on, even if he's working on a warehouse, like I had warehouse jobs when it like yeah, I'm like top five best. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. So I guess you you weren't really following what everyone else is doing. You're always sort of doing I your own did thing, things doing your own thing, my yeah. way, and it's like. Not many people has have courage to do things their own way. Yeah. But yeah, I always did, especially. And and as well, one thing like when I was fifteen, that's where we started as well. The whole f- photography and fashion thing. Yeah. So we used yeah, how, to how did you get your hands on a camera? Uh like in just my, my friend's camera. Up. Yeah. So my friend had like a camera, his mom had like a camera. And because yeah, we used to have like a different style than than anyone else, like in Lisbon. Back in the days, mm. like obviously in the ghettos, like because our the people they used to like follow us and stuff like that were like black people. 
let me just be very straight. Um, so for them, like, we had, like, this different style. Like, I remember on Facebook, like, um, we used to have, like, 1,000 likes, 700 yeah, likes. Yeah, yeah. And all that, at that time, that was, like, a lot. Do you get what I mean? Mm. And then, so we sort of, like, ma- made our name uh, in the streets because, as well, we used to throw parties, ha- um, house parties. Mm. So my friend Claudio, he had, like, a, on his building, the top floor was ours. Yeah. So we put like a old ass couch there. We had a bed. We had a gym, and we used to throw parties there. We'd bring mm-hmm. girls there. Just they used to smoke. I, I never smoked, but mm. like they used to smoke. We used to drink, um, and we used to invite like a lot of people. So that's how we sort of like made our name in the street. But like at the same time, we were like dressing different. Like I remember my um, uh, ASAP Rocky came on Tumblr, yeah. and he used to fight. Except Rocky used to fight, and so you, we we used to like see his fights and like, oh, who, who is these guys? No, no, no. And then obviously he dropped the proper swag. Yeah. And that's like. So like, were you into fashion before photography? I've always been into fashion. I I always say this. I came from an artistic family. They just don't realize. They never realize mm-hmm. that they are artistic. Yeah. Like my dad wanted to be a painter, mm-hmm. even though he's co- he's good at chefing, but he he wanted to be a painter, right? My mom, she makes clothes. She makes cakes. She, uh, she is a, she's very creative. Mm. And like, even though we, we were poor, my house I somehow always looked nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like um, my sister wanted to be a photographer. My mom said, nah, that's not a job. Mm. So what did you start off sh- uh, shooting first? Like what sort of stuff did you start taking photos? Just clothes Just us. and clothes so and me, your friends? Me and my friends. So, so you sort that's of saw, how it started. You saw ASAP Mog on, uh, Mob on Tumblr and you're like, oh, they got photos on there. Let's try and yeah, so take photos like sort they of like used that. To, they used to, yeah. So they used to take like group photos and stuff like that. Like uh, yeah. with girls, with green hair. Like and in like Portuguese people, like we very like chart, like religious, re- religious and stuff like that, right? Mm. So we used to, and we used to be like those kids that like, we the rebels. Yeah, kind of thing, and so we just wanted to showcase what we was doing at that time, which is like throwing parties. Um, you know, so you wanted to document your life with, yeah, um, yeah, with the yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the did camera. you post these to? So Tumblr we used to post well? on Facebook, on Facebook and Tumblr. Yeah, and it's kind of like it didn't blow up like the same way except Rocky mm, mm. did or except Mob did, but like it, people knew us. Like I remember, so like you got like a little bit. You got well known in your we got, community, yeah, in our community, because it's like, oh, these these guys are like Americans, because obviously we used to look at uh, yeah, in America, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know who who so doesn't you could make right? yourself look sort of. So famous. we we were like the Americans of Portugal, kind of thing. Yeah, or stupid right now, but like at that time, that's how it was, mm. and we yeah. So we wanted to document that. So I just grabbed the camera and start taking photos of my friends. Start taking photos of the of the parties. We we actually had like videos on on. Uh, YouTube, yeah. we hit like five thousand views, which is yeah, so lots of back it's then. Not, it's not, yeah, but back then was alright, and it's like five thousand people still still a pretty good number mm. at the, at that time. So, and I remember one of our videos actually on Facebook, it hit like forty five k. Wow! At that time, us like dancing or something. Back and then, it that's was huge. Like, yeah. Back, yeah, so people knew us. Anyways, like people knew us, especially like low social economic mm. neighborhoods. They knew us, so that's. Kind of like my introduction to fashion, and we, me and my friend Sule, 
we we wanted to make clothes. That that that's like our dream. Like we used to go like on on Photoshop, get like a hoodie and just put like things on on top of it. Mm-hmm. But we never had the money. We never had a mentor. We never had nothing of that because in our surroundings, no one was doing what we was doing. And that's why I so sometimes me and Sule joke about about it. We say we were born in the wrong place because if we was in America at that time, mm. we probably would blow up. Yeah. But because we we was in Portugal, and people used to laugh at us because Sule, I remember Sule used to wear like a SpongeBob on his jacket. Yeah. And we used to have uh, one of my, one of our friends, uh, George in Portuguese, George, but in English, George. His dad was good. He was, he was like wealthy. So he used to um, borrow like lenders clothes. Yeah, yeah. He used to give us clothes. For photo shoots and stuff. Yeah. yeah and just like to rock and it as well. Because yeah. we didn't have money. Like let's be real. We never had much yeah. money. Right. So we actually never had. We never had much uh, money. So he used to borrow us clothes. We used to, we used to just like borrow each other clothes. And um, he used to have these like Adidas. Ralph Sim- uh, no Ralph Simmons. The, um, Jeremy Scott. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he had like a, he had like a. Do you remember the ones with the bones and stuff like that? That ASAP Rock used to rock. Yeah, I think the bones. so. So he was so. like one of the first in Portugal to get that after, wow. after of course, ASAP Rock did it. But like, and people on a train they used to look at laugh like the old women. The, 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 some people because like, he had a different understand. style. Because the the style there is very basic. You put Vans, jeans, and that's it. And we was rocking already. Brands, yeah, right, and that's how sort of like obviously ASAP Mob, ASAP Mob was like a big, big, big inspiration for mm-hmm. us. And then, uh, I can't lie, it, it, it was. And then, even though like we wasn't really rocking the brands, we knew the brands, especially me and Sule, we were always looking at the trends in America. Like, we always in Tumblr, me and Sule, always checking, always researching. Like, I remember we used to buy uh jeans. At a flea market for like five euros, and and and, and, and um, rip them. Yeah, and everyone was was like, I remember going to high school, and everyone was like, Mario, you're ripping your, you're ripping your uh, jeans. What is that? Nah, 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 nah. And I was like, Bro, that's my style. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, and then yeah. a couple of years after, Zara sta- Zara started to mm, rip jeans. Do you remember the rip, yeah. the rip jeans? They used yeah. they used to sell it, and and I was like, Oh, so. Are you gonna laugh now? Mm-hmm. I was the, and, and I was like, obviously, my ego. I was like, I was the first. Yeah, we was the first <laughs> in Lisbon to wear it. Obviously, we wasn't yeah. in Lisbon, but like, in in our neighborhood, I was the first to ever wear this shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. So shut up, no, no, no. Yeah, so that was my first contact to fashion and and photography. So I used yeah. just yeah, grab a camera. I never because I think like a lot of people in I never growing up just they didn't really think about. Fashionable style because you you're struggling already, so it's just like yeah, yes, it's, it's not something you really. Think and about. for us, it was like it was like African people. I think African people are the best dressed people in the world. Mm. Tell me, no one can tell me anything different. Mm. We are that. That's why, like, for me, we are because uh, especially like I'm from Angola, and then there is this um, country called Congo. It's very close to Angola. You're talking about the, the dandies? The, yeah, the dandies and, and stuff, you know, like... Yeah, yeah the dandies <laughs> you know I mean? are crazy. You see a Congolese person, they always dress nice. Yeah, I mean, sick. their own style, but like, I, I love it. Being being a person in fashion, like, I love it, bro. I'm not going to lie. I look at it and I'm like, damn, this guy is dope. But like in Africa, like my aunties, my uncles, my mom, they always dressed 
nice. And yeah. I and I, yeah, I think even though we was poor, they always dress nice. And I always say African people are the best dressed mm-hmm. people. Like mm-hmm. we know about fashion. We just don't Yeah. 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 It's just different than anyone else. But yeah. like yeah. But yeah, so you know you see your mom, you see your auntie, you see your uncles dressing fine. You see like you know African people mm-hmm. dressing fine. So that's sort of like in in, in my blood kind of th- yeah. kind of thing. And, and and when you um did you ever start shooting for different brands in Portugal or So the brand so me and my friends we was just taking those photos for Tinder. Oh, for Tinder, sorry. <laughs> I've been on Tinder so much <laughs> lately that every st- uh, yeah. And single guys. <laughs> so, yeah. so on Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so me and my <laughs> it's funny. Me and my friends used to be on Tinder. Oh <laughs> on Tumblr. On Tumblr, not Tinder. <laughs> and yeah, so that's our goal. Like because like we didn't really had a goal. Yeah. We was just taking photos. Yeah. We were just like documenting. And then we met this guy called Will. So in our neighborhood, like so Portugal is the Lisbon is divided by like lines kind of thing. Yeah. So we call it like LS. So my line was Sintra. So do, do, do you know where all the palaces are? In Lisbon? In, in Sintra, yes. Yeah. So in Sintra. It's like 20 minutes out of the mm-hmm. city. So w- our line is the Sintra line, the palaces. Yeah. When you go to the last station, the, the, the palace mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, and the, the castles and all of that. So that's my line. The central line. So on that line, we, we were known, right? My friends, everyone knew us. But then, if you go to the Kashkaj line, which is like the the beach, kind of like kind of like a Fremantle line, like yeah, kind of like a quarter yeah. low. Some people knew us, but not many people knew us because that that's more like a rich environment. Yeah. Um, and then, like my goal, I was I was like, bro, we need to make more. Like we need to start make our own clothes. We need to, to start. Um, Go around. We need to, so we start to go parties there. Yeah. Because we're like, uh, we need to go to that demographic. And I remember I was 15. That's when I was like 15. And I remember me being 15. And I was like, I knew this girl that she like owned, uh, like, so her parents owned like a, a, cl- a nightclub. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, I knew her. <laughs> and I was, we used to get like um, free free entry. And that's where sort of like because uh, yeah so and that's where we started to like go to more to Lisbon like the the city because it was a bit, a, a bit fine. My mom was mm. like, I was like she didn't know I was I was in Lisbon. Mm. She thought I was like in the neighborhood, but I was yeah. actually in Lisbon. Yeah. So we started to go to all those all those parties, and we met this guy called Will, and Will were already on in the street where Same, seen yeah. in Lisbon. We were like in the ghetto. They were like more in Lisbon, but Will were from our line. So yeah, we just met Will. Blah blah blah. And then Will Will said, "Bro, there is these guys that are doing pretty much the same as you as you guys are doing, but they're doing for brands." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, damn, real?" He said, "Yeah, yeah, check check the workout. They they shooting for places plus faces. They doing that was actually the first contact that I had with those brands." Uh, and I was like, "Damn, damn, cool." And then Will had so they shot this brand called this French brand called for very cool kids, and then Will had a tea. From that brand, and then we, we were like in Lisbon, and I had my camera, and I was like, "Will, let me take a photo of you." Yeah. And I took a photo because I like the train station, yeah. so I took a photo, boom, and then I I posted on my Instagram and I tagged the brand, and they re- reposted it, and then they said, "Oh, do you guys want to do a photo shoot?" 
I will just send you clothes and you guys do it. I was like, cool, I don't mind, bro. I'm not even, yeah, I don't even, I'm not even trying to get paid. I just want to get mm-hmm. clothes. Yeah. I just want to get into it. And then they sent to us. So that was my first contact with a brand. So it was for very cool kids, a French brand. They sent me. I was so gassed. I was so happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. We got our first brand. So because of Will, we started, we, we were like, okay, so our next level now is brands. Let, let's try and bring, and bring brands. So I used to just like DM a lot of brands, bro. Obviously not, not all of them replied to me, but a couple did get back to me and then that's sort of like how I started to shoot to brands, but it was like small brands. Yeah. And um, I was just doing out fun. So they used to send me like a, a hoodie and I would just go and shoot a friend of mine. So you first uh, shot uh, for very cool kids and it was yeah. like, that was your first sort of experience shooting that, that and then you tagged them yeah. and they, they saw you and then you kind of realized, oh, if I contact other brands, and I, was like, if I, I can other like work, brands, with I them. work with them. And, I uh, even, do you know, Hood Bayer, HGBA? HGBA is like a very big streetwear brand. I emailed them because like one of my friends, they had a hoodie from HGBA mm. and I sent them the photo shoot I did. And then I said, oh, can I work for us? Yeah. <laughs> can, I, can I work for you guys? Yeah. And they said, oh, we like your, f-. They, and they, were, they were big, but I didn't know that they were that big. Now, like I look back at the emails and I'm like, God damn. And they said, we like your photos. Send us wow, your, your cool, portfolio. Cool, cool. And then we, we we think about it. So but that kind of shows... They're from America, though. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's that's pretty, pretty, I couldn't even speak English. That's pretty crazy. Like, they're in America, you're in Portugal. And uh, just because your photos were good, it's like about the, the quality of your photos. Yeah, yeah. That's how they were, like, in contact with you. It wasn't like you had a massive following or, like, all this, uh, you know... Like yeah, a lot yeah. Of and they, around and you. they were like school, a big brand school level. They saw well, your yeah. school level, and then they were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. we want to work with this guy." Yeah, um, I mean, they didn't. They didn't say I want to work with this guy. They just said we like your photo. Send oh, yeah. us your pop, your portfolio yeah, yeah, and, your, yeah. and your CV, so we, we can have a look, and then we sort of like discuss. But yeah. at least like I got their their attention, and, and like HBA is a big. Brand. Oh, you, you didn't work with them? I'd never worked with them oh, because okay. I said, "Can I work with you guys?" Is like work for you. Yeah. Oh, okay. But they were like in America, so and I never sent my my portfolio because I didn't have one. I didn't even know what portfolio was. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I didn't know what, I was like, well, yeah, yeah, nah, I don't have it. I'm just trying to get clothes. Yeah. Like I didn't have that So who, who did send you clothes if you were like a list of brands? Oh, a lot of brands. There was like this brand. So that was actually this big, at, at that time they were big, big brand called Youth Machine. Mm-hmm. They were quite big at that time. And they sent me, um, they sent me like, so many outfits and i was like th- like i was so gassed because like that was the first brand that sent me so many clothes they seemed like two boxes full of clothes yeah and then and then like i did like a full photo shoot and it wasn't paid so like mm. i didn't st- i only started to get money like like recently yeah kind yeah. of thing like maybe a year, two three years just before i came to australia three years and a half so you kind of that's st- where i started, started to get, actually get money on it you started uh Doing random shoots, and then you realized you kind of needed a portfolio, so you kept shooting. And you did you? Yeah. Where did you post these photos to? Just, oh, Facebook just on my Instagram. Instagram. Just on my Instagram. Yeah. So because I was playing football at the time, I didn't care. Photography was a hobby because I. Ah, okay. So you, you didn't really take it that seriously. It was just kind of like a side. I only, thing. Sa- I only started to taking photography serious this year. So this is my first year. That I was like, Mario, you need to put effort. So before this. your focus was football. Before my focus was f- was football. Last year. Uh, that's the first year that I came out saying I'm a photographer because before it was like Mario, the 
the guy, the guy that has style that wants to be a footballer kind of yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then last year I was like, like I'm I'm getting old. Mm. Football mm. is no. Yeah, I had my, I had my chances. Um, did you? Is that how you went to England? Is it for football? Yeah. So yeah. So I went to England when I, when I was 18 for football. Um, but then I didn't adapt to the football there to to the football there. And then three years three years after I went to Spain. So to play for this club, I only I was there for one month. Unfortunately, something happened with the papers, and I had to go back to England. Yeah. And I was like, I want to leave England now because yeah. I can't be for football. It's not really working. Um, so what was the scene like in England when you were there? Amazing, like in in terms of what in terms of fashion, the people and culture and fashion and multicultural place. London is a hell of a city, bro. I love I love London. Good vibes. I, I was living in Manchester. Yeah, which is like is up north. It's more like of like small-minded people but but it's amazing party in terms of if you want to mm-hmm. go party in england mm-hmm. don't go to london go to manchester okay. newcastle liverpool the parties they are amazing that's where like i was going out like every weekend but um in terms of fashion as well is 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 doing great he's doing great right now and he was doing great at that time but yeah now like i was just there for football so so let me tell you my yeah so i left portugal when i was 18 mm-hmm. so I was in in school in Portugal doing sports, just for you, just for you to like, like I wasn't really fashion was wasn't really my goal. I I always said when I'm when I make it to the professional, I'm gonna have a brand. I wanna I wanna have like mm. this big. I always had this thing that I was like I need to be like very famous. I need to get like my own brand, blah blah blah, because I loved fashion. I love fashion until this day, and and that was the reason why I started I started photography was because of fashion. Yeah. Like I just did fashion, and I still to this day just doing fashion, because yeah, I th- I think like that's my first love. Mm-hmm. My first love isn't even photography. Did you shoot much uh, in England? Much fashion? Yeah, did you work so, with any brands over there? Yeah. So when I went to England, I was studying, and like you know, um, my mom um, can't really afford send me money or whatever. So I just went on my own. Mm. I just on my own. I had to find a job. Um, and I was studying in college sports. What were you working? Like how did you get so money? So my first job was at Selfridges. My first ever job. What's that? Selfridges is like a department store. It's like a David Jones, but it's yeah. like a million times better. It's like yeah. the, <laughs> one of the best in, in the world. Oh, okay. The actually, I think in 2018, they won the best okay. department store. But like, it's a very, very famous. What's um, you're working Selfridges. in retail? I was working. Yeah, I was working like as a. So what sort of stuff were you selling? So I was at uh, Armani. Uh, Stone Island, wow. uh, Michael Kors, CP Company. So it was still like fashion. You were like interested. It was in, in fashion it, it because fashion, yeah, yeah. So and I couldn't even speak English, but thank God I got a job and I was working. I started as a Christmas temp, so just like a salesman. And I, I, I was, I guess I was selling. Very, I was selling okay, <laughs> so they kept me. They kept me after the after Christmas because I only had like a two month contract, and they said we're gonna we wanna have you like as a part time. So I was working part time there. And at the same time, doing my education mm. in uh, physical, physical education, like to be like a PE, oh yeah, kind of like coach. So that was like my option B in case I, I didn't I didn't make it in so in in football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then like I was like I I didn't have mom, like I didn't have much money. Mm. So I was like, man, how I need to dress nice? How how mm. can I dress nice? So I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna message friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna message brands, so I started to message a lot of brands, and yeah, they used to send me clothes in exchange of content, and I used to do like content like like 
I first started as like, I got this guy that was in my college and he was in, into photography and I said, oh, do you want to sh- photograph me? Because I've got a lot of brands that are interested in doing something. Do you want to do shoots with me? And he, because I, I didn't have a camera. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, okay. yeah, I didn't have a camera. So uh, that's why like, it took me like a couple months to actually get into that because I found that guy. That guy was like my savior because he had like this nick and he, he used to borrow me after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so w- I started like as he was taking photos of me. So I, I was like, let's go to this location. I'm going to style myself and I want photos like this. Yeah. And then, yeah, he used to take the photo and I was like, oh, I'm not really, I don't want to be a model. I hate, I hate, I'm actually awkward in front of the camera. And I was like, can you borrow me your camera? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, bro, anytime you want. Like, he, li- he liked oh, me yeah. so much. And I was like, bro, anytime you want, I'll borrow my camera. And I was like, cool. So he was borrowing me his camera and I was just like taking photos of guys there. Like I, people from my college, just like, they had like a nice aesthetic. I just started. So do you think England's where you really started to find your fashion England, for photography? Yeah, because. Like before it was just like. You before it was just like documenting my friends. And documenting yeah, so friends. So I went to a complete different world. I didn't have friends. And I didn't have money. Football wasn't going well. I hate, like, I hate the football in England, like, uh, grassroots. Obviously, yeah. like, the Premier League, I love it. Yeah. But, like, the grassroots, I hate the whole culture. Mm. Uh, so, I, I wasn't really going well. I couldn't speak the language. At some point, I was e- even, like, thinking of in going back home. So, you couldn't speak English at the time? Yeah, you can see by my accent that my English is, at this, nah, <laughs> this age, is still not the best <laughs> in terms of my accent. But, yeah, man, like, I was, I was struggling with English. I was, I was struggling, like, my first year. And then... I started to take photos and that's sort of like, I was like, you know, which I, brands did you work with? So uh, I actually worked uh, with this Manchester based brand called Hoodlab. Mm. And at that time, they were actually going well, Hoodlab. And um, that's sort of like people started to sort of like see my, my work. And then, you know, um, because some people from France as well had seen my work because of for very, kids mm-hmm. i messaged all the friend french brands so they used to send me a lot of stuff so yeah um, that was a good thing about it and then yes that's kind of like kind of like i had to like be creative because i didn't know people i had all these clothes in my house i didn't have a camera i had to borrow a camera and then i, I was like i actually enjoyed doing like i actually love doing this and because i was working in selfridges i learned a completely different world like i learned about clothes and mm-hmm. i was i was like in selfridges i was very quiet um, beca- because obviously I was learning English and I didn't really know about British culture. So I was like very quiet trying to like understand mm. what they actually talk about and all these things. But at the same time, I was like, I was there because I wanted to learn about fashion. Yeah. And I think Selfridges was like a big, big piece. Like for me, like it was like a, a big... Um, influence on you. Influence on me because I learned a lot. I, lear- I learned about brands. I learned how you buy it. All, all the all, like all, ah, all, okay, all of yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. that was like I was like, okay, like I actually enjoy fashion more than I thought, and um, my work started to like, go, like a couple. I remember this French magazine said to me, "Oh, we want to do like an interview with you." And I was like, "Fuck!" With you? Oh, really? He's getting. He's getting. He's and this getting is in right. this is in England. This is in England. Yeah. So it's kind of like. So I was like, Whew. from I mean, you hadn't been shooting for that long, and they want to yeah. interview you. So it's like a good yeah. sign, hey. And then bec- because Hood Lab was going well as well, and I did a couple shots for them, my shot went to this magazine called like Freezy Mag or whatever. And I was like, okay, I'm getting to magazines. And then I messaged this Korean brand, and they were called Respect. So mm. th- this all in England. Yeah. 
Um, and then respect, uh, send me. Did you just DM on Instagram or email Insta- or Instagram? Instagram, okay. <laughs> Instagram. Oh. And they sent me like they said, okay, we love y- your work. I want you to do our, our campaign, our wow, food campaign. Cool. Yeah. And I was like, cool. I'm not even gonna charge you. Just send me the clothes. I'll, I'll keep the clothes. Yeah. So they sent me like boxes full of clothes. Wow. And I was like, okay, this is my chance to to see where I'm at. So already you're reaching like globally, like you're not just reaching yeah, your nah, community. No, nah, no, nah, because I wasn't, one thing like that, that I actually like in England that I could be better was like in England, I actually did, like in Manchester, I didn't, I didn't like connect much with the community there. Oh, okay. Like I was connecting more with Portuguese community, even it being yeah, in England yeah, than yeah, yeah, the yeah. British ones. That, that's like the thing that was like, I could have done that better. Yeah. Because... I lo- like if you didn't know me, you at least knew. Like if you're like in a streetwear scene, fashion scene, you didn't know me, but you knew. You at least saw my photo somewhere. That's in England, mm-hmm. so that's where I was like, okay, I can get somewhere with this, with, because like you know, I'm I'm not even putting effort. I'm like just shooting for brands, and people like my my work and my aesthetic. If you look at my old photos, go on my Insta- if you go on my Instagram and scroll. My aesthetic still the same to the to this yeah, day. I never yeah, changed. Yeah. I still edit our old fashioned way, which mm. I'm not even secret. But I'm just <laughs> saying, I still edit everything the way I used to. Now I'm learning more about you know Photoshop because I have to. Yeah, Photoshop, Lightroom, all of that. I'm learning about cameras a little bit more. Like I, I just I recently just bought um, a Sony. So you've had the same camera. So I had the same camera. So um, a year before I left, so 2018. That was when I and I asked, so I started 2015. The, I only bought my camera 2018, and it was like a, a very cheap Canon, which I still have to this day. So only last year, uh, so December la- last year, I bought a new camera. Yeah, because I see your your sort of style. You, I think, uh, the camera you had at the time was a Nikon. It was a Canon. Oh, it was a Canon. Yeah, yeah like a, a it was a Canon, and you used like the pop up flash. Yeah, 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 like <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like a film camera, but it's digital. Yeah, so that's, that's because what I it's very old. Yeah, that was got that old aesthetic. It's, yeah, it has all, but I love and, uh, it. Like it works for me. Yeah, it's but, the same sort of style. But yeah. because you know, uh, you know, I was like uh, earlier the late last year and earlier this year, I was like, let me try and shoot like food. Let me try and, sh- and shoot things that are not fashion. Yeah. Let me try and get more like experience. On that, see, 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 see I like it. Your style is capturing cultures. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so I went to shoot like food and blah 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 with my new camera. I was like, yeah, let me, nice quality into it. But I was like, I hated it. Every second of it, I hated. I think you're it. more into like shooting people and because that's why I started. That's my passion. It's 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 like telling stories mm-hmm. through a camera, but in my way with my aesthetic. I don't want. I don't want to look professional. I, don't want, I just want to do my my way. Yeah. But you know, Manchester Manchester had like this. Manchester is like very um, rainy, so the streets look like a bit dirty and wherever. So I was like, my my photos always had like, so yeah. everywhere like for example in Portuguese, if you see my Portuguese photos the, in my, my 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 photos in Portuguese like the ghetto like that one that you, you can see. Like, uh, yeah, we've like got your ghetto, website here, so we'll yeah, check it has it like a, my neighborhood at the back. It's more like I can go to the ghetto, grills, all of that. When I, in Manchester was like more like I want to show this the, the like the Manchester like vibe. I want to show like so like is this this know, is in rainy. Portugal? This is in Portugal. So so this is like uh, in 2019 before I came to Australia. I was like I was trying to get into more like storytelling, mm-hmm. and I just did like this quick 
project with, with, with my family. Like this is all like my good good friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like some something like some, something quick. But I feel like my photography. It's like I hate those like professional. I have to be professional. It's like for me, it's more yeah, like a I, document I feel the same. Like uh, honestly, especially in Perth, I have to say like the photos are just very like stock standard and there's no like you don't get that feeling yeah because it's like oh everything has to be perfect but when it's too perfect but it I takes guess, something away I from guess the shot i guess that's yeah. the industry right like yeah. uh, you, you kind of have to be like it it depends who I you want to yeah, be at a, at a professional level at you want everything level, clean level, you have to a professional you have like to be. clean up the skin or like but like as as i was saying like last year i was like okay football forget football yeah you either you either trying to get into like like be like an agent because, you know, at the end of the day, I do have a lot of contacts in football. I do know, like, a lot of agents. Mm. And I was like, maybe I can try to be an I can try to be an agent. Or I can try to be a coach. Or I can try to be, like, a, I've got a physical education certificate. I can try and go to uni and do physical education. Because I love sports at the end of the day. I still love sports to this day. But I was like, let me try my fashion. So let me try my, let me be creative. Mm. So this was last year. Right, so I was like, let me let me just jump on projects. Is this um some of the projects? No, no, no. So this was in, in England. So this campaign was for Grimy, so a yeah. Spanish brand. A Spanish brand. Yeah, yeah. So okay. this was and this that, that photo shoot England. actually went to GQ. So that was my first ah, GQ. Okay. So this was just before I came to Australia. Okay. So and that was actually one of the first campaigns I actually got <laughs> paid like really good money. Oh, cool. So that was like. 2019. No, no, yeah. 2018, sorry. Um, but like, as I was saying, um, I was like, right, let, let me just go to photography. Let me just try this. Uh, if it doesn't work, then I, I can always go back to my sports thing. So I jumped in a lot of projects to try to figure out who I am as an artist because mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I don't even love photography that much. I think like photography was a tool that I found to document what I have in my head. <laughs> yeah. Do you get what I mean? But like, I, I always been like, uh, I always been like, um, in love with fashion. Yeah. I always wanted to make clothes. I always wanted to like, this is in do like special projects. So this is in, in, in Portugal. So like okay. this, this is in a ghetto called Ghetto Six Damai. This is some, they, they sent you the clothes? a French brand, yeah. So yeah. The, this French brand sent me that clothes. And that, that photo, the guy with the grease, I, th- I think, that, no, no, keep, keep going, uh, no, get away, get away. Yeah, keep going, keep going. That, that last photo been on so many magazines. Yeah. And so many, yeah. like, that's sort of like my best photo in terms of like going to magazines and platforms. Everyone loves that photo. And it actually been in a Brazilian magazine recently. Wow. And how do they, they reach out um, to you and say? So this actor from Portugal, so they, they that magazine it's a very is a magazine called Media Ninja from Brazil, and they trying to expand to Portugal. And so they collaborated with this Portuguese actor, which mm-hmm. is a famous actor. Yeah. Uh, so they wanted to do like, um, so they wanted to document who kids they were like kids, graves that came from like rough backgrounds mm. and are doing well in photography, and so the guy selected me uh, as one of the kids that like getting the name out there. Yep. And so they did like an interview and, and they showed case that, that or the photo with the girls. And this is grimy. 
and that's Grimey as well. This so is in yeah, Grimey is still like a really good partner. Like since that first photo shoot that you just showed me, that you just showed in Manchester, yeah. I've been working in Grimey for for days. Like I worked. With this with is Grimey. in Portugal. This is in Portugal. So yeah. I worked with, with Grimey in Manchester. I worked with Grimey in Lisbon, and I worked with Grimey in Perth. Like mm. and so and now I'm going back to England. And I'm I'm gonna work with them again. So like that's like a long guess. Yeah. yeah, that's like a long. That's like family. Mm. I know, and and that's my thing. I like, I like to, um, all my clients. I like to treat them like I I I try to create like a good relationship. So that becomes like family mm. to me. So, and what are you sort of Grammy looking for when you when family. you're shooting? Like what what atmosphere are you trying to create? At the start, but before it was more like whatever comes to my mind, I'll just do it. Mm. But now it's more like structured. It's more like what is the brand looking for. And what can I like introduce that is new, mm. kind of thing? Like, you know, now it's more like I can't really explain. It's just like it's how I feel. Like, yeah. what kind of like, like I always think like this. What what is the what is the brand trying to show? And what I'm trying to, what am I what am I gonna what what story am I trying to tell? Yeah, yeah. So it's about so story. that's now it's about now for me it's more about the story. But like as I was saying, like last year. I was just jumping in, into projects and trying to figure out who I am as an artist because, like, if I want to be like a normal um, photographer, yeah, you just go and w- work like for a team mm. or for a brand, yeah, or yeah, just yeah. if you want to be like a freelance, you just go. So and last like year, you're trying to find job. your style. That's interesting to me because it looks yeah. like you've always had style. I always have mine, but like at the same time, it's like so. I got to a point that I was like, okay, cool. The brand send me clothes. I do photo shoots. Cool. What's next? I'm bored already. I want to go to, I want the Nikes, I want the Adidas. Mm. I want to be recognized in this industry because like, okay, I already, I'm already. Yeah, because it feels like, you, yeah, you you knew you were into fashion and that's all you were shooting, so. But like, but I was like, I want to I know who, what I, like, what else I like because it's more, it, I, I just felt that I was need, I felt the need of like, I need to explore more because it's like, okay. I mean, different styles of photography or different things you want to shoot? Is that? I don't know. Because I didn't, I, like, so. I got to a point where it's like I'll need to make this as a job. So photography, photography or whatever has to be my job. Mm. So I was trying to figure out, am I just a photographer or am I I'm something else? Oh, okay. You know, because I the only thing that I do photography is because of fashion. So I was like, let me see if I really like photography. So let me try food. Let me try uh, a yeah, dentist for yeah, a shoot. Yeah. And I hated it. <laughs> yeah. So in my mind it's like, okay, yeah, you only went to photography because you like you love fashion. So that's why. So number one, I found fashion is my area. Yeah. But am I just a photographer, or am, am I something else? Yeah. So you saw like we did Sneakerland. Like I was like, oh, let mm. me try and jump in into project, different things. Yeah. Uh, create director, na na na, shoes, all the things. That, and I was like, yeah, I like this. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not just a photographer. Yeah. Because if I wanted to be a photographer, I would just work as a like a marketing person in Dickies or wherever. Yeah. yeah and I'm yeah. like, I hate those kind of jobs. So it's sort of like. I, I want to, I feel like, like, for example, the work that you're showing right now in my, my work in my Instagram, my, my website, I hate it. Mm. I hate it be just because I have so many ideas in my mind mm. that I haven't put it out there that I'm like, I feel like my best work is only coming now. Yeah. Like all my past work, I hate it right now. People love it, but I'm like, I don't really like it. I think that's always the case with uh, photography. Like you're always shooting better you're always improving and improving so when you look back you're like yeah you're like uh, it's not that it's good. not yeah. yeah but like I, I was trying to find myself mm. and I was like 
what's next? Because I'm trying to shoot big brands. Yeah. I want I want to go to the next level. What's the next level for me? And then I was like, okay, I'm I, I'm actually gonna go full on in this industry. And that's why this year I was like, okay, I'm I'm a I'm a creative, I'm a creative yeah. director. I'm gonna start making. I'm gonna so I'm gonna start making my own clothes. I'm gonna open my shop. I'm gonna open my agency. And I'm gonna be, and I'm gonna be taking. But it's all, it's all surrounding. But the it's all surrounded, surrounded yeah. through the same thing. But at least, like, I went through the process last year of trying to figure out who I am as a creative. Mm-hmm. It's not just married the photographer, like, because like, I hate being in, a, like, for example, we was like in presidential rooms, like, with important people, and I'm like, here, yeah, this is the photographer. And I'm like, nah, bro, I'm the creative. Mm-hmm. I'm the creative director of this shit. Yeah. Let me talk my ideas too. Like, I'm not just a photographer. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why. And that's why I was like, I'm going to remove the photographer title. I'm yeah. like, I can do photography as well, but mm. I'm, I'm a creative, I'm a creative guy. And <laughs> with, um, cause I was noticed with these shots here, cause this is in back in Perth. Yeah. So that was this like is for grimy, grimy. Yeah. Perth, um, yeah. cause yeah, you, you obviously trying to capture that same sort of style. You know what yeah. I mean? That's for street style. So can you talk me through your process of like maybe finding locations and, Choosing models and at that at that time that was like my first year in my second, my first year in Perth. Yeah, I didn't know people, so I always when I moved to a new country, I just follow people. Mm-hmm. I just go. I I'm a big big researcher. I just go and research things. Mm-hmm. See who, how is the fashion? How is like I knew a lot of people before I even came to Perth. Yeah, and I was like I just follow them and I was just like trying to talk to people. So I was like. uh Grimy messaged me and be like, okay, oh, we want to do something in Australia. Can we do something? I was like, okay, cool. And I found those two models and I just went around the city. And what were you looking for? Around for, for mental. I just wanted to do like something that like street kind of thing. It wasn't like, I didn't tell any stories on the on those photo shoots. It was just like, this is a new city. Let me go. Let me try to, let me try to make it like with the same aesthetic. Yeah. As my photos, kind of thing. And how how was it different shooting, say, in Portugal and England to Perth? Was it? I think just like the aesthetic of the streets are different, mm. but like at the same time, uh, in Perth is like I feel like people don't really uh, people just shoot like the same same stuff. Mm, mm. It's not, there isn't people are not like even even on the models. If you re- realize a lot a lot of the like the Perth based brands, they have the same models. All yeah. of them, and I yeah, hate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I hated me as a creative. I hate to use models that yeah, everyone else is using. Yeah, yeah, so my models were like, I just saw someone with a good aesthetic on the street, and I just go and approach them, and we make something happen. So that's how I still to this day like do that. Yeah, I have. I have noticed. That. I, I always like finding new people, connecting with new people, and yeah, so fresh that, faces. Yeah. So, but I feel like, and that's why, like, a lot of people in Perth say, "Oh, there is really there is no many models." I'm like, there is a lot of models. If you go and search for it, you'll find someone who like a good aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I sort of like still do to this day. It's like just every time I go party, I always look to people. Every time I go out, um, I, 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 don't, I don't have a car at the moment. I drive my, my, my friend's yeah. car quite a lot, but like I don't have a car. So I go on, like I don't have any problem. I go on a train. I, I, I like the train because I, I live in Cottesloe. Yeah. So every time I go to the city, I just get, get a train. And like I, I go and look for people. Yeah, um, and what, what sort of uh, people are you looking for? Just wh- whoever has a nice. It also, it depends on on the project. 
but whoever has like a nice aesthetic, I see all yeah. like so like style and like I have a lot of models already lined up. Like I'm I'm, I'm like fuck. I have this kid is is really good, but he would be good for like a more classic vibe. Yeah, I've got this good this kid that has like a, an amazing aesthetic. He would be good for streetwear kind of vibe. So yeah. I already have yeah. like a list of models that I haven't worked with. Uh, that I'm trying to get more work um, to put them. But yeah, that's how I find models. Just like day to day life. So some on Instagram. Be other people's like Instagram. I'm a like I'm like a big researcher. Just I research a lot. Yeah. So, so you kind of like before you came here, you were kind of finding like the culture in Perth. You were seeing like who's in the scene, like what yeah. Sort so of who's in the scene? Who does this? Um, I went to the, all the fashion stores and I was like, I um, followed them. You talked to them or you followed them? Talked okay. to them. I was like, I could, like I was looking for for a job. Yeah. So I was like, let let me get a job. So mm. I went to everyone mm. and like let me get a job. Let me, but everyone everyone was like, oh, we don't have any vacancies. Mm. And I was like, oh, Perth is really, they only has like five stores. I thought like Perth is in Australia. Like there, like in, in, in Europe, we think Australia is like this big, like yeah. massive thing, right? Yeah. Obviously Melbourne and Sydney are on like mm. a different level. But like I came to Perth, I thought Perth was like a massive city, whatever. It has like a lot of. Yeah, what, what is your uh, yeah your um, perspective on Perth coming from like Lisbon I, I and England? Perth and <laughs> like, yeah. I thought Perth was a, a suburb. Melbourne. Oh, okay. But then my ex-girlfriend, which was like the person that came with me, she said, oh, no, 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 we actually in Western Australia. Yeah. And then I, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let me go and do my research. So I went and do my research on um, Australia, Perth, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, yeah. it looks nice because like the photos are quite nice. So I was like, oh, wow, this mm -hmm. city, is a city, I call it city, is amazing. And then I came here and it's like, Wait a minute. Even Lisbon is more advanced than this, and Lisbon is like we have like less money, but we more advanced than this. Than this. Talking like culturally. I'm talking advanced. about Perth. I'm talking about everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, 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 everything. But like in terms, no, no, no I'm talking about in terms of fa like even in fashion. I feel like Portugal has uh, like more there's more, there's definitely more happening there. there like, yeah, yeah, there's more yeah, happening. I, I mean, in that way, I mean, Perth like, economically is Australia. Yeah, Perth economically. Australia. It's like you know, first and I'll, world. And I'll give that to Australia economically. Yeah. Like in terms of money, yeah. Perth is the best, uh, Australia is the best country I've ever been. Perth yeah. is one of the yeah. best cities I've ever been because you don't leave pay, uh, paycheck to paycheck. paycheck. Yeah, like yeah. if you live in London, England, okay, amazing. Food is food in England is yeah. crap. Sorry, my my British friends, I love you guys, but like the food, let's be honest, food is crap. Mm. It rains all the time. Mm. It's like in England, it's like a place, at least for me, I'm talking to myself, this is my opinion. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I love London. I love London, but like I couldn't, I couldn't. Leave. I knew that I was gonna leave. Mm. I was gonna leave at some point. I never had like uh, I, I never said I'm gonna live in London forever because it's like, not you know it, it rains all the time. The food is not the great food. You live paycheck to paycheck, paycheck to paycheck, and like the the standards are so high in terms of like you need to dress nice. Like people dress nice. Mm. There is a lot of party, so you know you wanna try to be budget but yeah, you want to yeah, go yeah, out yeah, as well yeah. whereas in australia you can find that balance right you can find that balance it like you know obviously you need to be like good at savings or wherever but like you can find that balance even work at least i found that balance because you know i'm i'm used to have no money when i came here i had a little bit so i'm like i managed to mm. sort of like find the balance of like 
you know, I can actually have a, a good life. Like so I can like actually good, go to the beach. Good, I can enjoy yeah, yeah. the food here is amazing. The beach is amazing. Man's living in Cottesloe now. I live in Cottesloe, <laughs> so I used to live in a in a fucking ghetto. So yeah. I can move to Australia. I live in Peppermint. Nah, actually, I, actually, I live in Peppermint Grove. Yeah, which is like the. <laughs> I'm joking, but yeah, I, I'm not joking, but yeah, I do live in, in that area. So I go to the beach quite a lot. So I love it, and it's sunny all the time. The people are good. The food is amazing. The coffee is great. Even though I don't drink coffee that much but like it's great the the lifestyle is great yeah but as a young person i'm bored mm. i'm not i'm bored there is no motivation in my area the government there is no really much investment on it mm. um yeah there isn't much happening same people same things so it's same like content same style and it's like yeah come on perf let's go let's yeah. move it so like more. economically we gotta like you're pretty good, good. Good economy, good transport system. Like uh, transport system is better in in in, in your Oh, it is. The, oh, it the, is. The, the, the the public, yeah, much better. Yeah, yeah. Because because like we have like a monthly card. Mm. So for example, you pay like fifty bucks, um, uh, a month, mm -hmm. and you can travel wherever, wherever. But you only pay fifty bucks a month. Whereas yeah. in here, you every yeah, like if you want to go trip. to the city, yeah. it's like yeah. five bucks every yeah. day. Yeah, like every trip. Mm -hmm. Whereas there is like you just you just pay a month and then you go. Mm -hmm. It's cheaper, like it's cheaper. But obviously not every country is, yeah. is perfect. But like everything else, I feel like Perth has it. And and like... The, the laws and the... It's like the a very safe city, it's, you know. It's safe city, it's chilled. It's like the only thing that I would take that it's like... Perth is almost perfect, L let's be honest, in terms of like lifestyle. But, the, but there's something missing. <laughs> but there is one thing missing, culture. Yeah. Culture and I feel like the old people have to listen to young people a little bit more. It's like, cool, you live... I feel like if... I, was, well, I can't talk about senior Melbourne because I haven't lived there, but like, I'm going to say Australians. Australians need to listen a little bit more. Like embrace culture. Embrace culture, but they, at the same time, for example, I had a lot of arguments because I'm a rebel, right? So when you're trying to like portray your country as perfect, I always say, you're there is no perfect country. First of all, there is countries that like try to be like America. Like America, if we we always talk about America, the only good thing that America has is like the economy. Bro, America is fucked. But forget America. But like Australians, I feel like I had a lot, a lot of arguments because I'm trying to explain that like, bro, your country is not perfect. Mm, Wait, mm. good economy, amazing lifestyle, but you're missing in culture. You're missing in embracing other people. It's like. It's what you know, that and that's it. And your and your culture is the best. And I'm like, no, mm. your culture is isn't the mm. best. Uh, matter of matter of fact, you don't have any culture. Mm. Yeah, you don't have culture. I mean, we're a multicultural. We are very society. All the thing is like, I came before I came to Australia. I thought Australia was was like full of surfers with blonde hair mm. and all of that. But then I came here. I'm, even like someone said to me, oh, in Perth we, we don't have much black people. Yeah, I haven't seen much black people. Like, we actually don't have much. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, in, in, like, I expected that. Because, you know, my idea was like a surfer kind of vibe. Everyone is hippie. Well, that's the image skaters, that's hippies, portrayed, yeah. Bl in blonde with blue eyes and movies. Yeah. So I, that's what I thought Australia was, right? But then you come here and you see a lot of culture. And I'm like, but how is people not, not embracing like embracing... It. Those cultures is like you have a, a stereotype on black people, and that's all you think that black people are like that. Mm. But no, we're more than that. So embrace it. 
Embrace the culture that your 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 country has. I feel like uh, uh, we we like embrace a lot of the we. I'm talking we because I'm a permanent resident. Mm-hmm. Right now, so mm-hmm. I can talk as we. I'm, I mean, I'm not Australian, but like I, I feel like you know I'm, I'm in this society. So yeah, I, you've been here long I enough my, to my opinion. Have yeah, that yeah. Perspective, yeah. So I say we. You know, if, if if Australia actually let those coaches in, embrace it, and not trying to think that you're the best and your coach is the best, Australia would be close to perfect. Yeah. Because I think that's what's missing in Australia is the culture. Yeah, culture is beautiful, and culture is beautiful. It's, it's cool to embrace it, to embrace other things. It's cool to embrace other other cultures, and I feel like you guys embrace a lot of the Asian culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's because if if Asian yeah, like we have Asian restaurants, a lot of money in here. Uh, yeah, like pretty much all the ra- a lot of the restu- uh, a lot of the restaurants in in Australia, in Perth are, are Asian, and I'm like yeah, because I used to. Uh, I used to joke with my ex-girlfriend. I, I would say, is it, can, can I eat something different? Because yeah, I'm yeah, tired yeah. of Asian food. I, yeah. I'm not, I like Asian food, but I'm not like, mm. great. I, I love my Portuguese, my African food. And I'm like, oh, can we eat something else, please? Yeah, but it's true. We, we do embrace, uh, say, Asian culture more than like other yeah, cultures. But like yeah, the food and also like, uh, there's like K-pop, Korean dancing and like yeah. fashion as well. There's like, there is that influence that you see here. We, we just need to mix a little bit more. I feel like everyone is, you know, everyone is like doing their it's own separated thing. Separated, but because of like the both worlds sort of like don't know how to speak to each other. Mm. And it's like you're black and you're African, you're all your life, it's racism and people being awkward around you. So you don't want to be, you don't, you don't want to feel, you don't want to be in those surroundings. Like you just, you just want to be with your own people. Mm. Kind of thing. Mm. And I feel like that's what's, what happened in, especially in Perth. Mm. And that's what's sort of missing. And what's missing is like, let's connect. Mm. Let's. And you, you actually did a shoot for Puma recently. Yeah, where, so, so tell me about that because that that kind of embraced um, the African culture, African culture show, show, for sure. Because like everyone was smiling in the photos, you mm. know. And it's like, uh, so the African Cup of Nations, the final was in, in February this year, and I hit up Puma. So and and fun fact, I, I hit up Puma Australia. And I was like, right, I have this idea. Is uh, it on your website or is it just here on Instagram? Just on Instagram for now, but I need to update my website. But like, I was like, I said to Puma, Australia, I have this idea. Um, you know, I want to I wanna go and explore the African culture in Australia because I feel like we're not broadcasting enough. And, mm. you know, Puma sponsored a lot of countries. Let's do something. No reply. Mm. So I have I have a, a a contact in Puma Germany, which, which is like the main Puma kind of thing. And then I, she's like the mark the mark the marketing responsible for it, uh, Puma Select. And I was like, I sent it. I sent the same message f- for her, and mm. she was like, I love I love the idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. It's not broadcasting enough. I'll send you a couple. I'll send you a couple kids. Let's see what you come up with. And I came up with that. They loved it. So Puma, Puma Germany. Like message you back and wanted to collaborate with Puma Australia. Did. No. And I was like, why? Because, you know, and that just helps on the s- on sales. I, I had a lot of people asking, "Oh, Mario, where can I buy? I, I really wanna, you know, a lot of spe- yeah. especially that is a big Ghanaian community in, in Perth, mm. and everyone was like, "Bro, where can I find that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tea. Where can I buy it? I can't buy it anywhere else." And I'm like. Puma Australia could be making money on it because like people will want to buy it and people yeah. want to feel represented. 
Do you get what, mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I feel like, you know, Australia, like, they don't represent those cultures enough. Yeah. Like, we're not broadcasting yeah. enough. Yeah. Even if it's like, you don't have to put in all your projects. Yeah. But you can do special projects. Yeah. And put, like, I think if go big, explore big brands communities. embrace that and big brands, like, even connected with these smaller communities, it'd be good for them and for the community. They, and, and actually, they it'll are make actually, them more popular. They are, they are actually doing uh, that a lot in America and in Europe. Which is like let's explore more the underground. Let's explore more yeah, those yeah. minorities because, like, bro, why not? It is your country, and and that's why people, for example, people love London because it's a multicultural place. So London's really embraced multiculturalism. Yes, yeah. of course. How so? Like, what's an example? Bro, you can easily walk up in the street. You see, like a Jamaican restaurant. Um, there is representation in TV. There is representation in modeling, both of uh, behind the um, behind the camera and in front of the camera. So obviously, it's not at that big level, like like America, for example. But there is right mm. it, because at the end of the day, Brit uh, England is a little bit racist as as, as mm. America as well. But like there's still racism. But like. You see more representation, like on the news, like for example in Portugal, I never saw a black journalist on the mm, news. Mm. Only like two years, uh, mm. a couple of years ago, I wasn't even living in Portugal anymore. Uh, uh, there was like the first black uh, man on the news, and I was yeah. like crazy. But in in England, I saw England's more one. progressive. In England, yeah. I saw one. In England, I saw you see black actors. You see, obviously a lot of them do like this. You know, the same criminal or whatever, but like you can see like people who are black winning granny, um, Grammys and I feel like And you, do you see big brands supporting big brands, small communities? You have big, big brands who like um, black photographers, black creatives not, not as it should be but at least there is something like you know I, I, I feel inspired they have a lot they have like like for example when I was hired like I didn't feel any racism towards me or whatever. Mm -hmm. And there were like a lot of black people working in Selfridges. There is a lot of Selfridges black uh, creatives. They collaborate with black, black artists, all of that. But in Australia, you don't see that much. Mm. Like in the big co um, corporations. I feel like the big corporations in England, they understand that London is a multicultural because like, let's be honest, there is a lot of black people in London. Mm. Like, a lot. There is a lot of mixed people as well. So like, and like, you know, they embrace it. I mean, the, they kind of have to, but I, I don't think Australia, like, does that very well. Mm, I feel mm. like we, we're missing on... So we don't we don't embrace... Uh, you don't embrace the culture, culture they have. As the communities much they have. Yeah, yeah, you, don't, yeah. you don't do it. Everything is white, 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 and white. Mm. Do you get what I mean? And, like, even the, you know, like, even the... For example, I feel like brands oh, brand in America, they go deep into like who who is doing it who is the next creative who tell let, let's tell stories let's go and try to find a creative and australia is more like word of mouth like for example brands like i don't know Foot Locker don't go and l let's do a special project on something let's go and do it and like the the, the content like i want to tell you one thing go to Foot Locker uh europe instagram mm -hmm. and go to Foot Locker australia instagram or like any other brand, you're gonna see a massive difference mm. on who they model, who works for it. It's, it's just like Australia is very everything is white, bro. 
And he's like, and, I, and I'm not saying, obviously, like, there is more white people in Australia. Yeah. Right? So, of course, because, like, when I used to be in those rooms, and I was like, oh, fuck, how, how, how come there is no black person in here? How come? And I, was, I used to get angry. And I was like, oh, okay, there is more white people in Australia than black. So it's normal that I'm going to see more white people mm. than black people. I think it's... I feel like that's normal. Yeah. Once I started to realize how Australia is, I feel like that's normal. But then it's how they look at me in that room and how they speak to me. It's like I'm inferior than anyone else. Mm. And I feel like when you... That's what used to get me like really angry. It's like... I'm talking, but like you'll see me as like an inferior person, but I'm in the same room as you. So yeah. how, how am I even inferior than you if I, if we are on the same room here because of who, of the art that we... So you think you find that attitude is more common here than say England and yeah. other places? Be- yeah, Because in England it's normal to see a black person in the big room. In Australia mm. it isn't mm. normal. Do you get what I'm, what I'm So Australia is just I go progressively to AFL behind. Yeah. Final, yeah. If I go to an AFL grand Grand final, let's say on the VIP, mm. VIP area or enterprise area, you can count how many peop- black people are, are in there. If you go to a, a, a Wembley final and you go to the VIP area, there's going to be a lot of a lot of black people. Mm. That's normal. So if a black person is going to talk to me, that person is going to talk to me as normal, right? Because mm-hmm. it's normalized. It's normal. Whereas in here, they're going to talk and it's like, they're surprised that I'm even in that room. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Mm. Uh, did I explain well? Or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that. that's, that's, that's how I feel being in those big rooms. Because um, especially l- last year, we were like in a lot of like, you know, corporate rooms and stuff like that. And I feel like people were like, kind of like surprised that we was there. And yeah, it's like, well, I'm, I'm in my room because of my creativity. Same mm. as probably... Yeah, your daughter, it it's but you, to me, you're gonna talk like I'm inferior. Yeah, just because you know we they put me in the box straight, like so easy, and it's 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 crazy. It's yeah. It's I was trying to find that uh, David Jones campaign, but I couldn't find it because you posted. Yeah, the, you made a post about it on yeah, your Instagram. The, the, yeah, because I don't know where it is, but the recently on the Father's Day um, campaign, they did like a campaign, and I saw on LinkedIn because I have someone. Um, yeah, I think he's the one. Uh, someone f- from um, David Jones, and they posted, oh, we're trying to be inclusive, na na na, and we did this campaign. And I was like, that's dope, because, you know, Australia needs to be inclusive. Australia need, needs to embrace more culture. And I went to check the whole campaign, and it was like, you had, the, there you go. Ah, uh, this one. You had, you know, the white family, which is normal, you had the indigenous family, which is amazing that they actually put an, an indigenous family in there. And then you see the LGBTQ community in there, you know, two um, men. And then they got the Asian, the Asians. Where is the black family? Mm. Like the, I'm saying black as black. Like mm. even like the content for me is just the same. All over again, the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, we need, and, and I'm not talking just about Perth, I'm talking about Australian in general. And we it's need like they're not including the different cultures because they want to, um, they embrace them. They're just including because, oh, from a marketing standpoint, we're going to look better. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So it isn't, it is, yeah, 
Yeah. So they, I feel like sometimes they put indigenous people on certain things because they have to. You, you don't just, mean it. Not just indigenous. No, 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 but, no, but I'm just giving oh, that okay. example on like, I feel like. I'll say like AFL, for example. Uh, yeah, AFL, for example. I feel like, like uh, a lot of brands or wherever they. Just they, trying to tick a box. Just trying to tick, tick, tick that, bo- that like, box on like, or, or, on like, okay, we need to have an, 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 yeah, an yeah, yeah. native indigenous, indigenous person on this photo shoot. Therefore, yes, that's our box ticked. Mm. But no, like make it like, come on, explore more of the culture. Yeah, Go get a indigenous people to photograph. Yeah. Photograph the actual campaign. Get more creative. So, you know, like let's mix the cultures. Like, Because you can tell in your work, you, you actually care. You actually care. I care. I care about who, yeah, who, exactly. I, who I'm shooting. Yeah. And and that's why like these, these years, I, I've been so dependent on like, I need to have brands. I need to email those brands and like all those big brands. It's like it's su- such like a long process. Like mm. this year, I've done like good. You know, I've got done good work with a couple of brands. Like my 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 portfolio in terms of like big brands is getting bigger. Yeah. Even though obviously I'm not getting the big bucks yet. Because you went to because uh, I went to Sydney. 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 Yeah. Tell for, me about that. For Hennessy. Hennessy and NBA. Um, it was amazing, man. Like you know, as I was saying, I grew up with except Mob and Ashley met met one of my heroes, except Ferg. And it was amazing to meet him. Um, you know, he let, he let me shoot. I've got videos. I've got photos of, of, of him. And yeah, man, it was amazing. But like, as I was saying, like, you know, this year I was able to shoot like Puma, Champion, Dickies. Obviously, it was like collaborations and stuff mm. like that. It's not the big, 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 massive bucks, massive uh, um, budgets yet. But like, it's still something because I'm able to... Um, you know, I'm able to collab- collaborate and show my community on big pl- platforms, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so this is this was in Sydney. So this was in Sydney. Yeah. So that was like the first ever floating basketball court in the wow. world. Wow. No, yeah, in in Australia, I think they did something similar in America. I'm not sure, but yeah, I was invited by um, Corey Williams, which he was the the host for mm-hmm. it, and we was like documenting. Um, you know his experience because you you know he's one once in a life experience. Oh, so it was got, amazing. ASAP um, Ferg there. Yeah, yeah. We we actually uh, he, he came to our area and then he had a chat with uh, Corey. We was there laughing stuff like that. Which yeah, I told him you know they if I, if I was there it was because of them. Yeah, so it would have been like a huge experience. Cause so like it was a huge experience because Lisbon, and he influenced. actually followed me on Instagram. You were influenced so by ASAP. I was gassed back yeah. in back when you were growing up. Yeah, yeah. And now, and, there you go. and now I met one of Just one of them. So, and actually, um, one of my I was talking to one of my friends last year, and I said, it, it, "That's crazy." And that's why I think this is I am where where I should be, because I I, mess, I said to one of my friends last year. Do you know, except Nasty is big in fashion, blah blah blah. And I said, mm. bro, except I'm seeing except Nasty's Instagram coming up on um, posts coming up so so much on my Instagram, and he actually follows a lot of people that I follow. I, I I'm feeling that like I'm gonna do something with except Nasty soon. I said I just mm. said I'm mm. feeling because yeah. he, he's coming too much on my Instagram and yeah. he's actually he actually follows people that I follow like. Mm. And I was like, I'm, I think I'm gonna do some, yeah. something. And then this year it happened like with Ferg, and I was like crazy. Same with like Puma. It's like Puma, my first ever boot was from Puma. Yeah. My dad's favorite brand is Puma. The first ever brand 
football brand that I did a collaboration with is Puma after I left football was Puma so all ties back so to it all ties back to, 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 to growing up like and your yeah, context yeah, and everything yeah, and I feel like I am at the right place yeah. I am where I should be but as I was saying it's like I'm very dependable on brand so, and like I feel like I have so much to show not just in photography but like in terms of ideas mm-hmm. and that's why like this year I did, um, after the Hannah sitting I was like okay let me sit down let me try to figure out how can I do my my own thing. How how can I pass my vision to people? So I'm I'm opening my own my own my own business. Well, I'm in in the process mm-hmm. to open my own business. I had before I left England, uh, I opened a pop up shop in Manchester. It was only like three months uh, because I you know I came to Australia and I had to make money. Um, and it went well. Like I love I love that. And I was like, yes, that's the, that's me. Like I'm not only just gonna do photography i'm gonna do more like and that's mm. why like i'm now i'm now like designing my own garment and um, agency you say and as well and as well we, we have this concept of an agency that we're gonna be like a hub as well where we're gonna connect creative community in perth or yeah. australia to brands yeah and like nurture like mentor i think them. that's some, that's something we need in perth because you know we're mo- one of the most isolated cities in the world yeah. and we struggle i think Collectively, as creators, we want to work with these bigger brands. Like you go to Sydney, it's Melbourne, it's, so it's like easier. It's to easier because they work are there. The bigger brands. They yeah. are there. No one is in Perth, bro. Yeah, no one's in Perth. Let's be so honest. No one is in Perth. So, and it's like the way I see it is like Perth is a gold mine in terms of in, uh, creative industry. Yeah, because there is just so much to explore, but no one is really here. Mm. No one is doing nothing in here. Why not? Let's yeah, yeah, collaborate and let's connect explore and Perth. Let's. You know, there is so, so many creatives, but I feel like the creatives as well in here because like there is like one job for, mm. <laughs> I, I don't know how, like for like 3,000, 5,000 creatives, everyone is sort of like in an unhealthy competition of like, I'm not going to help you because you might it, take my job, mm-hmm. you know? And mm. I feel like it, it's, I feel like we need to collaborate more. We need to come up together and, um, Work together. for example, if, if tomorrow I have a brand that wants to do like a, a night night photo shoot and I'm not the best at night photo shoot, I'm gonna be like, yo, I know my my, my friend Harry, I'll be part of the shoot as a creative director or whatever, mm-hmm. but let Harry photograph, put a budget on that because he's better than me on that. Mm-hmm. Or, or like mm-hmm. yeah, you sort of like, like trying to find a way yeah. to, to, to like- You get the best people for the yeah. job, yeah. Because even on my photo shoots, I always have people around. Even if they're just watching, they're just there. I think uh, I've talked about it before and I think it was like really sick campaign, really well done was this, uh, the Puma campaign. And I've seen Puma collaborate with Butter Goods and also with um, Pretty Soon, the Pretty Soon the agency. Pretty soon agency yeah. So I think it's uh, Taku's behind that. Yeah, so yeah. I think Taku, what I saw, like Taku organized and, and shoot he put all and the he, he got all these yeah, collaborators on it. That. So we need more Something more like that, that would he, be amazing. Actually, um, a lot of people talk because a lot of people talk to me about, about him. A lot mm. of people said, oh, Mario, you, you should meet Taco because you guys have sort of like similar ideas. He has mm. an agency. You mm. guys should work together. And I was like, I mean, why not? I'm waiting for the, mm. <laughs> for the yeah, message. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, why not? I'm like, obviously my agency is, is, is sort of like, you know, everything is like, um, it's not, we're not, we, did, we haven't released anything yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, we in talks with a couple of brands and hopefully something's going to happen. But like, yeah, I think you know, that idea I mean, of, but, like, because he, he would have had that connection 
And he could have probably just done it yeah. by himself, you know yeah. what I mean? But no, he got no, yeah, a lot of creators. But, but they, so they I guess go, that's sort of what you want to do as well, like do, have but, an but, agency. But like we, we want to mentor people as well. Yeah. So we want to help people as well, like in terms of mentoring. Because I feel like a lot of creatives in here, they're good, but they don't have the mentoring. Mm. They don't, some of them don't even know what they're doing. So like they very they talented in what they do, but because they don't have them, they don't know where they should go. Like that, like they don't have someone to give them advices or help with portfolios. Um, I have this one of one of the kid this kid kid he's twenty two <laughs> that I met. He was like, um, "Mario, can you help me with my portfolio?" I said, "Bro, come to my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it for you." Yeah. You know, like, and, and yeah, we I need like more of that that attitude. Just like helping people connect, just helping people, collaborating, just helping. Because if we if we work together as creators, we can bring in these we can, brands. I feel like more. if Perf raised, bro, let let's be honest, Perf standard is is low in terms of uh, at least in terms of fashion, mm. uh, like minds in general. Pu- it is yeah, publicity. Those like Perf is okay. It's quite fine the way they do like the ocean. I love that, but in terms of fashion, it's quite low. It's mm. very low, and uh, and I very, feel like that's very why niche, niche people do it well. But in general, yeah. It's not but I really feel like v- that's why probably brands don't come here because yeah, our standard yeah, is low. Yeah, so yeah. if we be like, all right, let's improve our standard because if we if we improve our standard, then they they will come mm. because they will see action coming in here. And I think to to uh, make a change, it, you got to you know connect and create that culture. And I think that's what's sort of happening now in Perth a little bit more. I, connecting, I feel like there is more, more there is collaboration, more, but it, I, and by at the same the time, it's like at the same time, it's like the the, the community is not really a community. I don't I don't feel the sense of community in terms of. In, I feel the change though. I feel it it is like the young the good kids the kids are coming are coming strong. I feel like, mm-hmm. but like the older people not. But so basically, build up your portfolio. Build up your portfolio. Um, um, work, work, work. Regardless if you get 100, 200, mm. 200, work, work and work and work and work. Because like, don't do it. For I want to do money. like you big campaigns. You can't really do it the money for the beginning. Yeah, I, I want to do the like, money will come. I have so many ideas of big campaigns for my mm. for when we if if our store gets mm-hmm. gets done, and I'm like, who is the videographer that I'm gonna have? Because I don't see much mm. for what I'm actually trying to do, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm gonna be charged like 10k, and I'm like. Okay, but that's not what. I, yeah, I, I don't know if I made sense, but well, basically, you're saying I'm just saying like to certain portfolio. people, to certain people, believe like believe on what you're worth. Okay, but when you don't have the work for it, trying to yeah, build build up your portfolio. Up. Know your work. And if anyone need wants help, if anyone needs help on portfolios, wherever, come mm-hmm. come to the yard. I'll help you. And I I don't know if I made sense, but like well, I think you're trying to say build up your portfolio, get that experience first, and then the the money will and come. And then start thinking about and then the, start thinking the money about, will come about with your passion. But I understand that you know you need at the end of the day you need to get paid. But like, I'm just saying, yeah. If if you wanna get like a lot of yeah, you, know, you don't even have the work for it. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I made sense, but that's how. I just, uh, I feel. I, I because think it like makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah, it was just like a piece of advice, like get your because you know I've been talking to a lot of De- people, definitely a lot portfolio a lot for of someone who's working with all those brands. Yeah. They they're open to collaborating with you because you're showing your portfolio exactly. It's not really it's not about followers or anything. It's about the quality of your work. In, in, you in Australia, though, it's all about numbers, and and that and oh, that's okay. why the marketing is so artificial in it. Like oh, okay. a, as you were saying, I have a you know I when I'm gonna do a, a campaign, 
it needs to have a meaning for me to feel connected to it. Like, I, mm. I need to feel connected to it so I can produce my best job, mm. my best work. And I feel like a lot of it is just all about the TikTok million, mm. million views mm. and whatever. Mm-hmm. We just do what's basic right now. Or what's yeah. I don't know if I made sense, but yeah. No, it makes sense. But but yeah, as I said, I, I've been talking to a lot of young, young creatives and and it's like, they're like, oh yeah, bro, but we don't get much jobs. Like, And then you're going to look at your Instagram and you're like, okay, the reason you don't, you're not getting much jobs portfolio. or whatever is because yeah. your portfolio. Oh, but, um, you know, I only gonna, I only do like paid, paid work, mm. which is fine. If that's what you, you believe, that's good. You should go that way. But my advice mm. would be, Keep those paid paid works like you know. Keep charging whatever you want to do, like for gym stuff or whatever. But like, for for the work for the um, for like if you want to do lo- like more fashion campaigns, then collaborate more. Then yeah. approach this brand from from perfect. Be like, okay, send me hoodie a hoodie, and I will do mm-hmm. a, a campaign and do so. You can show works yeah. for to to a big brand. That that's what I can. Yeah, mean. like it's you like did, like you did when you were do, first starting. Yeah, you were doing yeah, shoots for just yeah. clothing. And, 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 money. Yeah. Like and even now, like I, I'm still not at a level of like going to Nike and be like, oh, okay, Nike working with me. No, I have to hustle. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I, I've been trying to. Actually, so hopefully I, we can get I've there with connecting with people, and getting Nike new and brands. Like, I see that one day. I think um, that's my goal. Even with this, is to make uh, big brands aware that we've got amazing got creators in Perth yeah, yeah. and. Uh, Hopefully but we can connect. before that, you have, you have to create that platform mm. for mm-hmm. to get to a certain point. Then that you're like, look, because I think if McDonald's can you sponsor me with drinks? Yeah, we be getting this amount of views. The platform is this. We got this. Yeah, blah, yeah blah, blah. for sure. You need to build it you up before just go, they connect. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna charge you with, with, with thingy. Yeah, for sure. So um, that's on sort of a more that was like kind of uh, sort of like uh, that was a little rant. Advice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, as, as I said, like I don't know if I'm really made sense. No, it makes sense. I hope. Hopefully I did. On a more um, positive note, what are you enjoying seeing here in Perth, like in the Perth cultural scene, the Perth creative what scene? What do I want to see? What What are you enjoying? What do you like like the most? And it kind of uh, makes you see. No, I, I, what what I'm enjoying at the moment is the young people wanting it. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing a lot of that in Perth. I I I feel like young people want to embrace the culture. Mm-hmm. Whereas the older people, like the like 25, 26, they're not like that. But like, I feel like the young people being more connected to to culture because like, you know, they're on, like, on social media all the time on TikTok, uh, on Instagram. And they see, you know, they very, you know, they, they see what the British are, do, are doing. They see what mm-hmm. the Americans are doing. So they have more of a wider vision than someone who is not on Instagram, if that makes sense. So you are saying so I feel like pe- people want... Especially young people, they want more. They want more to happen because, like, bro, if you're a creative in Perth, you're most likely gonna go to Med- to Melbourne or Sydney because mm. you you get more opportunities there. Mm-hmm. So, but we, we, we're trying to create like a um, trying to create like a new an, an industry in Perth where you don't have to leave Perth. Mm. You can actually Perth make Perth better, but. To, in order to do that, we need investment. And you, you're seeing the younger generation embrace. I think more. I think the younger generation they want to see inclusivity and they want to. Um, yeah. They're really putting themselves. You see, out a there. lot of kids are trying to be DJs. A lot of kids are trying to start their own clothing brands. A lot of kids are trying to start their own businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, and and and, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they are more open to culture. They they have more Asian. Black in this is is like more like a, a multicultural group of people. Mm-hmm. They, you know, I feel like the young people are, are really they really want to change. Mm-hmm. At least the ones that I've with, I've been yeah. recently talking to, 
I feel like they they are trying to do more. Like a lot of them are like even um, trying to do their own parties, mm. coming with their own parties, their own projects. So that that's amazing to see. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that it's coming. It's, it's coming. As you it's said, like it's coming. changing. You, we are slow in change. Like we're changing slow, slowly. But yeah, I think the the people that are really going to change are the the, the young, the young people for yeah. sure. And hopefully, anybody uh, listening on this podcast, just uh, keep creating. And um, if you need if you help need or me. advice <laughs> or whatever, you can message Mario. Just or you message, message me. me. Just underscore Mario. We, we want to see it as well. We love to see it. We love to see your um, young people like ourselves. Like yeah working on their passions and yeah you can like reach us as we'll help you out we want to embrace the the culture as well sure man yeah yeah if you need any help message me um i'll answer everyone and you know i'm here to help to give any any advice if you need like an advice i'm here for it and let's make perf better yeah so Mario, thank you so much for coming on. No uh, it was amazing to hear about you. your journey and your story, and uh, to see your amazing work and to hear. Thank you. You know, I wish we, we had it. like more time because I think it was getting better. <laughs> at the end. Like at the start, I was a bit <laughs> yeah. stiff. Oh uh, yeah, but um, yeah, that's it. I, I I hope people can understand me, mm-hmm. uh, and I hope at least you can learn something from this podcast. But yeah, as, as I said, like I'm not used to. This is my first ever mm-hmm. English podcast. No, I think like, it was. I think it was good. I too. feel like. Um, so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed yeah hope you guys enjoyed thank you so much again um make sure to check out mario's instagram um i think it's just underscore mario veloso and uh any brands um fashion brands want to work with mario check out his stuff man if you need if you need advice yeah anything just message me and i'm I'm a a cool kid yeah he's cool man (laughs) all right peace out guys. guys